Rosh Hashanah, Daf Kaf Gimel, the last thing we were discussing was the long poles that they would set on fire to signal the new month. They would do it from one mountain to the other, and they continued doing this until the Kutim messed around. And we understood that the word Mesi'in means set on fire from David, who burnt the Avodah Zarah. And we understood that we only do this bonfire thing the night after the 30th. So if the 30th was a Rosh Hodesh, that night after we'd set up bonfires. And with that, we are starting Kaf Bet Amud Bet, three lines from the bottom, the last two words on the line, where it says Lememra. It sounds like the Hasir Avdinan, that on an empty month, 29 day month, where the 30th day was Aleph, that's when you'd set up the fires. But if it's a full 30-day month, and day 31 is Rosh Chodesh, we don't uh, do fires. So the Gemara asks, my Tama, so why don't we do the fires when there's a full moon on the 30, when there's a full 30 days on the day 31? Because we might have a Rosh Chodesh, Aleph of the new month, right after... And a 29-day month, and it happens to be on Friday. Now, what ends up happening? You can't light the fire the day after on Shabbat. So, Emat Avde, when are they going to do the fires? Be'apukeh Shabbatah, Motzei Shabbat. Ve'i amat na'avid nami amaleh. And if you say we're going to do the fires even after a full 30-day month, atu there's going to be a mistake. The people in the Gola are gonna, uh, they're, they're gonna be in Safek. Why Amre? They're gonna say, Hi, Haseru. They're gonna say the last month was a 29 day month, and Betin was Mekadesh, the Hodesh on day 30. I mean, day 30 became day one of the new month. And they really had to light the fires yesterday. The reason they didn't do it yesterday, Friday night, Mishun De Lovsha, because you can't uh, light that fire on Shabbat. And on the end, or maybe they're going to say the last month was a Malehu, was a full 30-day month, and Rosh Chodesh was on day uh, 31, the new month, and they did the fires at the right time. So, therefore, they're not sure. Therefore, if we only do it after a 29-day month, if they do it on a Motzei Shabbat, people will know that the last month was 29 days, because if the last month was full, you, we wouldn't see fires. So the Gemara says... Well, why don't you do it for both missing and full months? And when Rosh Chodesh comes out on Friday, and it was a missing month before, don't do any fires, period. And when they see there's no fire on Shabbat, and usually if it was a full month, we would do it on Shabbat, then they would know, and oh, obviously it was a 29-day month, and that's why we didn't do it. The Gemara says, no, Afilu hachi, still, there's still a mistake that's possible. Amre, hai malehu, they would say it was a full 30-day month, and the first day was Shabbat. And the reason they didn't start the fire is because because they had an honest. What was their honest? They uh, got drunk on Shabbat, and they forgot to light the fire on Shabbat. So now the Gemara is still Cloud, why don't you do the opposite? Do it on a full month and don't do anything for a missing month on a twenty-nine day month. The Gemara says, Amara Bayem Mishum Bitul Melacha Leam Shinei Yamim. 
We're worried that if it happens to be Chodesh Tishri, people won't work for two days. The people in the Gola will only know for sure that it wasn't Rosh Hashanah after day 31, when they're able to see if there's fires or not, and now they have to, in the meantime, not do work the first two days until they figure things out. And that's why to make things easier, Hachamim say, if it was a 29-day month, and the next day was Rosh Chodesh, Aleph of the new month, I'll say Aleph Tishri, that night we'll have the fires. And this way, you guarantee that people only didn't work for one day. By the way, interesting Tosfot, that argues on Rosh she says we're talking about Rosh Hashanah, people won't work for two days, and Tosfot says no, there's even a regular Rosh Chodesh, women don't do work on Rosh Chodesh, and that's what we're talking about. Okay, either way, let's continue. So how would they do the fires? They would bring poles of cedar, etc. So I'm a Rav Yudah said, There's four types of cedar. It is the regular cedar. Katrom. There's Aetz Shemin. It's pine. Ubrosh, which is cypress. Katrom, Amarav Idra. Rav said, it's an Idra tree. The Yeshiva of Rav said, it's a Mabliga. And the Amelan say, It's the Gulmish tree. Upliga de Rabba Baravuna. What Rav Yudah just said argues on Rabba Baravuna. De Amar Rabba Baravuna Amre Berav Asara mine arazim him. There's not four types of cedar. There's ten. Shneimar. The pasuk says eten b'midbar. I'll put in the midbar. Erez number one is cedar. Shita I think is an acacia tree. Hadas number four is etz shemen asim ba'arava. A pine tree in the desert, Berosh, which is the desert cypress, Tidhar, the plain tree, Ve'utashur Yahdav, and a large tree. All these will put that together. Erez is Arza. Shita, which we explained, is the Tornita. Hadas is what they call in Babel, Asa. Aet Shemin is Afar Semad, Afar Semin. Berosh is the Berata. Tidhar is the Shaga. Te'ashur is the Shoribina. So now the Gemara says, yeah, but Hane Shiva'avu, we only have seven, we said ten. So Kiatarav Dimi Amar Hosif Walan, they added Alonim, Almogim, Almogin. They added Terebinth, Oak, and Coralwood. And in Aramaic, Alonim is Butmeh, Almonim is Balute, and Almogin is Kasita. Kasita grows at the bottom of the ocean. Ikadamre, some say it's Aronim, which is bay, Armonim, a plain, and Almugin is coral. And Aronim is are, Aramonim is dulbe, and Almugin is the kasita. Now, once we got to that kasita, we're going to talk about another drasha. We mentioned this in Masechet Yomadaf Ein Zayin, about a river that's going to be coming out of the Beta Vigdash area. Betsi Adir Lo Avrenu. Sounds like a big boat can't get through. So Amarav Zoburnikdola, that's a big boat. Hechi Avdu, what they need that big boat for? My two sheet alfe gavre betresaya heshata. They bring six thousand people to work for twelve months. Or it brings the twelve thousand people to work for six months. Vitaane la hala ad shachna. And they put sand in that boat. Until it sinks. Venahit bar amorai. 
and all of a sudden a diver goes down to the bottom of the river, vekatar atune dechitana, and he ties ropes made of flax, bechasita, with using the tree that's called the kasita that grows at the bottom, vekatar leho besfinta, and he ties that rope to the boat, venatlehala, and they take all the sand that comes out of the boat, and throw it out. And as the boat goes higher and higher, because the weight is going off, it takes off this kasita from the bottom of the ocean, and it picks it up all the way to the top. And these almogim are worth the the ratio is one to two in silver, meaning whatever the weight is, you get double that in silver. Talat parvata havyan. There's three uh, ports. Tarte be romaet two by the Romans. Vehada de be pasen one by the Persians. De be romae masekan kasita. From the Roman ports, you could get this kasita, the almogim. Deber parsae, by the Persians, maskan marganita, you could get uh, pearls. Umikarya parvata de mashmehig. It's called the port of the kingdom, because that's where they get the pearls. Um, and once we're gone to the dashav, etin bamidbar, all the different cedars, amar bihanan, kol shita veshita, every tree, shinatlu, nochrim yushalayim, that the, the goyim took from yushalayim, atida kadosh baruchu, lachziranan, Hashem is going to return to yushalayim, shinemar, etin bamidbar, erez, shita, etc. Ve'en midbar, ele yushalayim, shinemar, tzion, midbar hayata. Tzion was a midbar, so we're going to get our tree back. Is like a hadas in the desert. There's no one there to enjoy it. Same thing if a person learns Torah and teaching in a place where there's no He's like a myrtle in the desert, which people love because there's nothing else, so people come straight to that. Woe to the goyim who there's no way to fix what they what they broke. Instead of the copper, I'm gonna bring gold, instead of the metal, I'm bring silver, instead of wood, I'm gonna bring copper, barzel, instead of rocks, there'll be metal. Meaning they're going to be punished very, very heavily, and again, it's going to cost them a lot for what they did. Tahat Rabbi Akiva v'chaverav ma'amavin. So what about Rabbi Akiva and his friends, the Harugim Malchut, the famous Harugim Malchut? What, what are they going to pay for that? Ba'alehem wa'omer v'niketi damam lo niketi. That even when Akadosh Baruch Hu wants to clean up all the sins of the Goyim, but the blood of Israel, there's no way of cleaning it. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, Me'ayna yumasi'in masu'ot, where would they uh, do the fires from? And it ended off umi bet biltin. My bet biltin. Where was this bet biltin? Amarav zobiram. It's a place called biram. Now we said that at the end, the entire gola was able to see fire. So what was going on with this gola? So my gola, where is this gola? So Amarav Yosef, zopumpadita. That's pumpadita. It was a city by the border of Babel. They it looked like over there like a big bonfire. So my kim what do you mean it looked like a bonfire? Tana, 
kol echad vechad. Every person in Pumbadita notel avuka veado take a torch in his hand veoled the rosh go to the top of his uh, uh, roof and wave it over there and look like a big bonfire. Tanya Rabbi Shimon ben Azar Omer af harim vechayar vegeder vechavrotea. All these mountains also they would uh, make the the fires. Some say that they were in between those mountains that we mentioned in our Mishnah. And they were on the other side of Eretz Israel towards Babel. And they would also do the fires. And more Hashiv the High Gisa, one mentioned only the one that's inside of Eretz Israel. Umor Hashiv the High Gisa. And the Rabbi Shimon Lazar also mentioned the other side also. And Amar Yohanan ben kol ahat vehat between each of the bonfires that they would uh, light. Shemone pasaot, there was eight pasaot. Kama havu lehu, how much was everything together? Telatin vetaten, 32 pasaot. The Gmasas vehai haidna tuvavu, but if you look at it today, it's a lot more than that to, uh, from Harazetim to Bet Piltin. So Amar Abaye, istatume, istatum nehu darche. A lot of the shortcuts became long cuts after the Horban Bet HaMikdash. A lot of the roads were destroyed. Hashem said, I'm going to close down a lot of the pathways with uh, thorns. He brings it from a different pasuk. Hashem made the paths crooked. Next, Mishnah. There was a big courtyard in Yerushalayim. It was called Bet Yazek. All the witnesses who came to testify on Shabbat, they would gather over there. And Betin would check them over there. They would make for them big saudot. So they could be used to coming. Meaning they get excited. Yeah, if I make it over there and I, and I testify correctly, I'll get a big meal. So people would want to come. At the beginning, nobody would leave Bet Yazek the entire day because, you know, the whole home Shabbat thing, I left home, I don't want to go back. That everyone could go 2,000 amot each way. This way they don't feel stuck. Not just them, not just the witnesses. Even if there's a woman doctor who's coming to help a lady give birth and she's allowed to leave the home, pikuach nefesh, or a fireman coming to save people from a fire, or from army, or from a river, or or if a building caved down. Once they get there, they do their thing, they become like the people in the city. each way. And the Gemara asks a question. Meaning, because lishnam it's a nice clean way of talking. It's as if that uh, we cleaned up a yard. That uh, means he put a nice uh, stone fence around the vineyard, and he took away all the stones from the ground. or maybe bet yazek tenan. It's lishna uh, detzalau. It's not a nice way of talking. Kedichti vehu asur bazikim. He's in handcuffs. 
אמר אביי הייתה שמה, סעודות גדולות היו עושים להן שם כדי שיהיו רגילים לבוא. הייתה שם עושים למשנה. They made them big parties over there so people could come. Meaning, obviously, it wasn't something that's supposed to be painful, it wasn't supposed to be something bad. Obviously, it's Ya'zik. The Quran says, yeah, but Dilma Tarteh Maybe there was two things done over there. On one hand, it was a pain for them to be there because they couldn't move the entire Shabbat. On the other hand, there was nice big Saudot, so they enjoyed their time over there. So, not necessarily this way or the other. Now the next Mishnah, Ketzad Bot Kirtaidim, how did they check, how they examine the witnesses? Zuk Shabar Rishon Bot Kivatorishon, the first group that comes, you, you check them first. Umachnisin et Agadol Shabayen, you bring in the older one or the more Hashur one, Vomimlo, and more Ketzad Raita Televana, how did you see the moon? Lefna Hama or the Harhama, did you see it before the sun, behind the sun? This for now, the drama, north, south, kama, haya, gavoa, how tall was it, ulayin, haya, noteh, which direction was it uh, tilting, mekama, haya, rahav, how wide was it, imama, lifna, hama, if he said it was in front of the sun, lo amar, klum, he didn't say anything, meaning it's impossible for that to happen, then they'd bring the second one, ubotkin, oto, and they would examine him, if what they said was similar, then Aidutan Kayement, then we accept their testimony. Ushar Kola Zugot and every other couple, Shalinotan Rashep Dvarim, they would just uh, ask him uh, the general matters, they wouldn't probe into it too much. Not they need it. We don't want them to feel bad, walk out feeling bad that they they left the family, they left everything, they come all the way here and, uh, and nothing happened. The idea is we want them to be used to coming. You see the moon, just come. Don't ask questions, just come. So the Gemara asks, isn't saying before the sun, in front of the sun, that it's north. Behind it is the south. Amar Abaye explains the question was the empty side of the moon. Is it facing the sun or is it away from the sun? If he said it was before the sun, he didn't say anything. Because that's impossible, and it had to be facing away. What does that pasuk mean? The sun never saw the empty side of the moon. Meaning, the moon is like a sickle, like a banana. The, the, the corners are never facing the sun. And the sun never saw the empty side of the rainbow. The sun never saw the empty side of the moon, because the moon will feel bad. So the sun only sees the full side of the moon, and this way there's peace up there. And same idea, the sun never sees the empty side of the rainbow, so those who are of the the of the sun, so they won't say that the sun is using the rainbow as a bow and arrow, and that's how it's going to be shooting the the arrows at people. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.